air into thin air, John, John Krakauer. Mm. Oh, and here we here he is, Lonnie. Yes, hello, hello. Oh, who's this? This is Julia. And Lori, this is Lori. Okay. Hi, Julia. Hi, Lori. Hi, we are so I was we were just explaining to our listeners that we've been obsessed with mountain climbing since we read John Krakauer's book Into Thin Air um way back in the late nineties. And your book, Alone at the Top, Climbing Climbing Denali in the Dead of the Winter, I read in one night. It's such a page turner. What a great book. So we're delighted to have oh. you here. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's, I'm so delighted uh, to vi- be visiting with you today. Yes, and you co-wrote this with a Star Tribune um, reporter, Pan. Is it Luwagi? Luwagi, yeah. Luwagi. So here's the first question. After reading your book, you attempted to try, um, climb Denali four times in the dead of winter. Why, <laughs> after you have such harrowing experiences, do you keep going back? Well, well, you know, after each event, I learn uh, from my. Uh, I, I learn more each time I go. So every time I try again, I feel like I'm more prepared. And and really, it's about uh, just being able to be patient with the weather. Uh, even though you might have all the proper gear and food and all that uh, stuff, and and your 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 fit and all that, the weather can shut you down. So. You just uh, hope for a weather window, and it might take a few years. Well, I have to say, you know, reading your book, and I'm with Julia. We it was it just, really a page turner. It's a very the the way you guys tell the story about this. And I know you've written you know two other books because right. you've been a polar explorer, mm-hmm. and you know our buddy Will Steger. Yes, and, you know you. I mean, we we've known who you are, but reading this book, okay, a. I was cold the entire time. I think I read your book. I had to be. I, I had to turn on the fireplace, put a blanket around me because you're so vividly writing writing about being on the mountain. But also satisfying because I am never going to do this. But I love reading about someone else who's brave enough and has the adventurous drive and whatever inner strength you get to be able to do that i could never do this but i like being in your shoes while you're doing it if that makes sense yeah well it's uh yeah it's definitely not everybody's cup of tea to be living uh through the holidays under the snow yeah in a snow cave and, and dangerous <laughs> and dangerous lonnie yeah well it it, it it i guess it can be but uh, you know i've been doing this for about three decades now uh polar expeditions and stuff and so i treated denali not like a climb but a polar expedition of course i uh, uh had to do some um uh, so much research on altitude and and crevasses and things like that and also uh working with crampons and ice axes to make that trip happened and uh and so it's just it was fun just trying to figure out all the puzzle pieces to make it happen without without killing yourself well and that is exactly. and that is the key word here so we're talking with lonnie dupree um alone at the top he's a minnesota explorer who climbed um denali uh in the dead of the winter after three attempts you made it your fourth time but here's here's my other question for you Actually, you climbed it once with your friends and made it to the summit, but this time you did it in the winter. Do you want to climb Everest? Uh, you know, I never, uh, I tend to uh, uh, veer away from crowds. So if if the big thing at the moment is everybody's climbing Everest, I go the other direction. 
Yeah. Right? No. I don't know. I always, I always, I'm more of an, ex- I have that explorer blood in me, so I want to be able to uh, go to places that people just don't visit or don't visit at a certain time of year. And um, I guess that what's, that's really what inspired me about climbing Denali in winter is because of my past polar exploration, I felt it was doable on the environmental standpoint. Uh, you know, with the cold wind and darkness, mm-hmm. it was just getting my head wrapped around altitude and uh, and um, mountaineering at that time of year. Do you have something planned for upcoming? Like, because I know you've been, you know, you've been able to you and Will Seeger and other people who explore the North and South Pole. You know, seeing what affect climate change is having. Do you have something that you're doing upcoming? Well, you know, we're, um, I don't have anything, uh, right at the moment. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, another climb I'm going to do in the Alaska range. I'm going to do, um, uh, a mountain called Mount Hunter. It's the, uh, most difficult 14,000 foot peak, uh, in North America to climb. I'm going to try to attempt it solo in winter. But after that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of going back to Greenland. I haven't been, you know, I circumnavigated Greenland almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back there and see the changes that have, um, came about in the last 20 years and see what climate change has been doing to that, that part of the world and, and visit with the Inuit friends that I, mm-hmm. um, that I acquired while I was there and find out how that, climate change is affecting their hunting and of course it is in a huge way right um i just want to see how they're adapting uh to that here's a question um lonnie because Lori tapped on it you know we loved being with you in your tent we loved going on your climbs we loved hearing what you learned how am i going to attack it next time what am i going to do different and and that it's something we will absolutely never do um do you as an explorer find because you can go for great lengths of time being alone that there's something that you have that other people i mean something in you a a different type of driver i mean how can you be alone that long without a book or something i mean no you have a headset but aren't you lonely it's it's i get oh yeah sure you know but i and i get and i and you will get lonely on a trip like that but the uh all my, it's really all my past expeditions that really has allowed me to get my head around Denali. You know, North Pole trips were two months. Greenland was, you know, 22 months wow. together. And, you know, all in Northwest Passage was five months. So to go to Denali in the winter and know that I'm only going to be gone perhaps 30 days. I could get my head around that mentally. Okay. And now I needed, and then I needed to find out if I could do it by myself. So I went and did a solo canoe trip for, for a couple of weeks and decided that, well, even though I didn't like the company, I could probably not go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, did you know Henry Worsley? Uh, I didn't, I didn't know. I knew of him, but I didn't, I didn't know him personally. Okay. Cause he was just featured this past week on Sunday morning on mm-hmm. CBS and there's a new book about him, the white darkness. And he passed away and his wife was wondering, you know, do you, does he love Antarctica more than he loves me? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, it's a passion, you know, everybody's got their passion, right? It might be uh, becoming a doctor or a teacher, or it might be uh, a sailor or what have you. And 
Um, some people just strive to be the absolute best they can be in that particular realm of our of our world. And and you like to be um, cold. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know the thing is uh, I asked a lot of my uh, Inuit friends uh, and they said. You know, even though we live here, we don't like being cold. And and their basically their answer is is that they've learned to adapt and eat the pro- eat proper food to keep you warm, wear proper clothing, and know how to how to respect the nature and get out of the wind when you have to, and put the right clothes on and eat yeah. the right food. And I'm curious, did you watch? I, you I, you probably don't watch much TV, being an explorer or anything. Right. But there was this really good series on AMC called The Terror about that expedition that was lost and how the Inuit people though do play a part of it because they know how to dress and they know how to eat. And it's just, it was kind of a Shackleton one. Yeah. It was kind of a fascinating um, series about looking at, you know, doing that Northwest passage in the winter with those British explorers. Yeah. Well, you know, if they would have listened to the Inuit and eat, eaten uh, raw seal meat, which has more vitamin C than, an orange for the right. same weight, uh, they would uh, wouldn't have died of scurvy. Yeah, right. Your Lonnie, your book. Okay, the book is alone at the top. It's so good. It's, it's an, it, uh, now the, we want to read your other I books. Know. And and your your description of the clothing, equipment, and food list in the back. If you're interested in doing it, I kind of I. I love knowing this because it makes me want to. You know, everyone in Minnesota, I'm always like, how do I keep my feet warm? Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, what yeah. What do you think is the key for people, just all of us down here in the Twin Cities, that want their feet to stay warm in the winter? Well, uh, don't uh, wear too tight of shoes. Um, and uh, um, and it, it really depends on what you're doing. The, the more flexible your, your, clo- your footwear are, the, the warmer your feet will be. And uh, that's because if you got a really stiff boot or a boot like a, like a rubber boot or something, uh, they're, they're just too stiff and they don't allow your feet to circulate. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, that would be the big thing. All right. Lonnie, your book is amazing. Lonnie, what's the last great book you, uh, read? Well, I would, let's see, I think it was, you know, one of the last, uh, great books I, I read was Mawson's Will. It's about, uh, Antarctic explorer Sir Douglas Mawson that was trying to reach, uh, the South Magnetic Pole. Wow. And it talks about uh, his herring uh, journey on the return uh, from that trip back to his base. And they nearly didn't make it. Wow. That sounds good. I, I know it. It totally sounds good. What a, what a treat for us to meet you. And if you're oh. ever down in the cities, come in studio, would you? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Loria. Th- thanks, Julia. I uh-huh. appreciate it. Alone at the top, climbing Denali in the dead of winter, Lonnie Dupree and Pam Luigi. 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 Luama. Latuba. <laughs> thanks, Lonnie. <laughs> thanks, Good Lonnie. luck to you. Thanks so much. 651-641-1071. We've got a couple copies of the book to give away. And uh, when we come back, oh, we've got a little special from um, a very special NBC TV show last night.